Welcome to today's podcast. I'm very excited because I'm deciding that I'm I'm really loving these podcasts and I'm loving sharing and discovering what it is that's in my heart in the moment. They're not planned. They're not pre-planned. I I have a, a an idea and I'm inspired in my morning meditation and my morning visioning quest <laughs> as to how to open up and show up. And so I come here very in the moment. And this is the way that I really love this um, because it means that I I get to open my heart and share what's what's within me without wanting to manipulate um, the situation. And this is so important because we're all, I'm going to say this, I'm making a generic statement. We're all of us on some level manipulating, manipulating life, manipulating our thoughts, our feelings, uh, who, the, what's out there, what this should be, what that should be, how our lives should show up. And so this is why I'm really love being here and just speaking from my heart in the moment. And today I'm speaking about bursting through, bursting through midlife and owning and claiming menopause. Yes. I don't like the name. I don't like it that it has a gender attached to it. Menopause, menstruation. I don't like it, you know, so it's women a pause. <laughs> I want to call it that or just call it pause <laughs> because it is a pause. It's a pause where we get this amazing opportunity to reflect, not with <clears throat> any agenda, although society wants to place an agenda upon us, we get to reflect on the truth of who we are and how we are transforming into this new idea of ourselves, which really is the original idea of ourselves as, as a woman here right now. Now, when I say woman, I really am gender, um, non-gender specific. And so I'm, I'm talking about, um, women who identify those who identify as women and those who are journeying through menopause. And menopause is not attached to a certain age range. It can be, you know, there are many, many that have early onset menopause. And there are many that have menopause later. And I've heard it all that have later menopause later on. I mean, I've worked with men, women in this, as this frame of reference for many, many years. And I've, I've worked with women who have encountered menopause early and it's really life shattering. Then there are women who have had hysterectomies, ovary removal. That is world changing. And then there are women who, who've come to me and said, Laura, I, when's it going to happen? Or when is menopause going to stop? And, and I will be post-menopause because I'm in my late fifties. So we are not, or I'm not, um, I'm not trying to standardize a spiritual awakening here because ultimately this is what it is. It's an embodied spiritual awakening, a full-blown awakening that we get to have over the period of a few years. Now, from a physiological point of view, we can say that this is a change in um, our regulatory system as estrogen drops, as progesterone and, and testosterone slightly drop. And as we, and, and those hormones, the droppage of those hormones, in fact, the, the droppage of estrogen to basically zero 
which takes a long time because it's a drip by drip by drip kind of exit. And then we get this emotional kind of blast of, well, what now? I'm going through a complete identity crash, change. That's what me personally, for many, it's not a good thing because it's, it's, it leaves us, it can leave one feeling totally in the void, in the, in, in this place of, oh my word, what now? What now? For many, it's an amazing thing because it can be now I'm free. I'm free of all of this and all of that. And I get to reinvent or redesign or re-architecture my own life. And for many, it can be a combination of both. It can be a deep sense of loss, deep, deep loss, where we have, you know, the empty nest situation of, of our young adults now fully uh, flourishing who are leaving the nest. In my situation, I left the nest, but I left the nest first because of the relationship with me and my daughter when she was 18. And I, I laid down a boundary and said no more. And, and then there, there's the sense of loss of who we were, who we were, who we used to be in our thirties and forties, or maybe twenties, if you have early onset, there's a whole identity loss there or an identity question there of who we are right now with a small I, I say that. And then there's the, um, the loss of, you know, well, that's it. My childbearing capacity isn't here anymore. And so I'm rebirthing something new for myself. It's a new birth of something else, something completely different that is not a human entity. <laughs> and then there's the loss of, well, there's the fear of loss of our lives. We kind of get to that place and think, wow, now I'm really thinking about mortality and my transitioning, and how many years do I have left now here to make a mark on this planet, Earth, and with my life, and for my future, and, and for those around me that I love. And then there's that sense of perceived loss of, of parents and elders that, that are still here in this life plane, and yet we see them kind of um, going through the aging process, and Firstly, there's the, the fear of, of, of them not being here one day. And then there's the fear of, oh my gosh, that will be me in 20 years. <laughs> I've gone through that many a time. Oh my gosh, looking at my mom thinking, oh my gosh, you're actually only 21 years older than me. And I'm 58. And um, I'm 58. So that makes you like 79 or 80 because of the way the years go. And I think, wow, you're 80. And I'm not even 60 and it's only 21 years because as we age the years spans become less in our in our mind in our imagination time kind of collapses a bit so there are so many senses of loss around this life awakening and yet within this there is this as i mentioned this rebirthing that is wanting to happen this new paradigm that is wanting to emerge and come through, this new world that we can create in our own way. We get to be the artist of our own lives as we re-architecture and redesign. 
And this is incredible. Slurp of coffee. This is incredible because we then have this immense love opportunity, immense love opportunity where we can say, I'm going to do it this way this time. And I know that love is going to take me there and show me because love has got me here. And whatever has gone on before, the heartache, the hardship, the, 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 the breakdown, this is now the breakthrough where we get to see ourselves in a whole new way, our bodies, how we think, how we feel, how we question ourselves and question life, and how we enter into every moment with a new and fresh way of being with ourselves that is grounded as immense love. This is exciting. And I welcome you here. I really welcome you here. Because I believe that as we go through and journey through this adventure of life, that these external situations that happen can often give us cause or reason for reaction rather than response. And when it's happening in our own bodies as our own selves, many times the consciousness, the mass consciousness has put that down to something that is wrong with us, something that needs fixing, something that, that really is in alignment with, with, with illness or disease. Now, if we look at menopause and we go back in, in, in the UK, um, and maybe in the, in other European and, and Western civilization countries and cultures, we know that I know that through my reading and research that, you know, even in the, in the late 1800s, even up to the early 1900s, women were bed rested during menopause and medicalized. They were told they were not good enough. They were told they may not even survive this because there was lack of understanding. Of course, there was lack of medical evidence for this. It was like, this is like the fair woman needs to rest and lay down because she's done her part. She's had those children. She's given birth to the next generation that will ongo this family. And so now she can rest. Now she can rest, go to bed. And many of those women transitioned, not because of menopause. Let me just underscore that. It was not because of menopause. Many times it was because they had osteoporosis. Their bone density was lowered because of the process of menopause. Osteoporosis increases. So many of these women had osteoporosis. And what would happen was that was not being scanned for. That was an unknown so women would get up from bed, getting frailer and frailer because of osteoporosis. They were not, um, because they were, I mean, it was a vicious spiral because osteoporosis needs exercise because the exercise rebuilds bone density. Okay. So because they weren't rebuilding bone density and getting up and moving and doing things and being active and carrying heavy things, they were told to rest. So often they would rest 
they would get up, they might go to the bathroom or go to the kitchen or go for a walk and maybe fall. They would fall and they would break something. Then they would have to go to bed. And that breakage would often mean an operation. And that is why they died because there was not a correct treatment process or recovery process from the operation. So they died. And maybe they had heart failure as well, because with, oste- uh, with uh, menopause comes a, re- a reduction of estrogen, which is a protector for the heart. So many women have high blood pressure during menopause during this time. So can you see that it was like a vicious circle of of women transitioning, not because of menopause, because of what was going on individually in their bodies and then what they were told to do as treatment. And of course, you know, mortality rate was, was higher than it is now. And age of mortality was much lower than it is now in general for women and men collectively, um, globally. We're living longer and we're living stronger now. And yet, this is the key. This is the peace. The race consciousness of those thought processes and those belief systems are still here. The mass consciousness belief system still believes that women are not strong enough, powerful enough, or able to keep themselves alive. So we have a a universal code of beliefs that states that women are not enough. Can you imagine? So even when I write that song, I'm enough, I'm enough, I'm more than enough, you're enough, you're enough, you're more than enough, women are power, even writing that, I'm not saying it because I always believe it. In my conscious mind, I do. I wrote that song because it's an affirmation that I've been saying to myself for years because I am rewriting the story of my ancestors and of the old belief system that is so archaic that has been fed down generation, generation, generation to boys and to girls and non-gender, of course, non-binary. I'm saying that this is a belief that has been stored and passed down as a myth, as a myth. And we we have chosen to keep believing it. And I'm saying no more. Now is the time to stop believing this to stop believing this myth because it is destroying us, our lives, are the way we think and feel about ourselves. And of course, in 2022, we're not living like that anymore. We're vibrant and we're doing amazing things. Women are absolutely fucking amazing, doing great things. We're doing powerful things. And I believe that the next step is to heal this masculine feminine seeming divide within ourselves and love all of it. Love all of it. Let's bring men into the conversation, please. Let's do this. Let's heal this now. I used to be that staunch feminist. 
maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, when I was studying all of this and reading and learning and taking my master's and working with so many women and, and, and so involved with feminist communities and, and discourse and understanding from that feminist point of view of men are the evil ones, men are the disempowerers. We have to change that conversation within ourselves and be the divine feminine, the flow of that, and be that to give others permission to be that for themselves. This is why I don't plan these talks, because I just want to come on and share like this. And so I'm very excited by this podcast. And I'm excited that you're here too. At whatever point you found this, listen to it. Let me know. Share with me. You know, share with me how you feel about this. Um, through my website, lauratopper.com, you can contact me there. This is a power topic and this is what my work is all about. I'm creating a program and I'm looking forward to you being a part of this program, to being in this program and to being present with yourself right now as a woman experiencing this incredible spiritual awakening through menopause. Let's do the healing and revealing work and empowerment work for our own lives now. Blessings and love.